Hello and welcome to Select Mike's Life. My name is Simon Calgill and I'm joined as always by Christopher Ellis. Hi Chris, how are you? I am not too bad, Si. How's yourself? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Um, so we're at Series 7. Normally, um, American Office, Scrubs, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there are many examples. This is normally where things get, start to go to shit and the quality really drops. So thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> We did that in series one. All right. Yeah, we're building up, not down. That's the way to go. Yeah, so no pressure on, on series seven. Um, it's great to be back, though, uh, as we were just discussing. Uh, maybe we'll storm a stadium or put a flare in our ass to celebrate. Who knows? I imagine a lot of our American audience might not get that reference. I just think we're just, ma- just manic, rabid England hooligans. And yeah, you'd be quite right. <laughs> we're sat drinking a can while recording. So we're the real hooligans. Yeah, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google flaring bum. What could go wrong? Don't do that, you work laptop. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, so yeah, we're at Series 7, and as we, um, as we talked about previously, we're now at Elimination Chamber. Um, so the Elimination Chamber was introduced by Eric Bischoff in 2002. What are your... Initial thoughts, Chris, as we move into our Elimination Chamber series. I think it's, it's going to be one that we, we have a running theme along our lines of these specialty matches. In the same way, Hell in a Cell, we go, oh, you know what? Elimination Chamber as just a match, one-off match type to settle feuds and do these big storylines works absolutely brilliantly. As we move into it, having its own pay-per-view, then we see less and less of the, the the shine is rubbed off considerably by the fact that we have its own pay per view. Yeah, I I sort of get it with um, the elimination chamber in terms of not being a massive feud settling thing because it's it's never really going to be you're never going to have six people that are feuding together. It it does align nicely occasionally where um, where it does happen like that, but I I think. For it for it to um to be its own pay per view is is a push, but I I can understand it more with the elimination chamber more than with Hell in a Cell and TLC and so on. Um, I I'm very excited. It sort of merges um a lot of the the match types that we've covered. So there's like an element of Survivor Series in that it's elimination, um, and the Royal Rumble in that people come in with a randomly assigned order, and then you've got Hell in a Cell in that you're going to have a lot of Sort of violence and people thrown into into steel. Um, so yeah, it, it on paper this should be the greatest match site without question. And to be fair, there's been some absolutely brilliant elimination chamber matches, and we're gonna have a lot of fun covered. It went. I, I rewatched the one that we're gonna cover for our first episode, and I forgot how good the match actually were because it's so long ago and I've never revisited it. No, and it's not in. It's not one of Survivor Series 01 or 02, so we've not watched it thirty times. No, exactly. So as I say, I went back and rewatched it. And I was impressed by all the participants in it, bar one who, unfortunately, has all has been held down all his his whole career yeah, in WWE. Absolutely. But the rest of them, and as I say, I was hugely impressed by the rest of the guys in there. But as I say, it's really pleasant to go back and have a match that I. Didn't have a massive, huge recollection of it. Go, yeah, you know that's still great. I still really enjoyed that. Yeah, don't don't ruin our first uh, first <laughs> match episode too much. This is just the preview, but yeah, I, I agree. I, I 
I've rewatched it just ahead of uh, ahead of recording and really enjoyed it as well. Um, so we should probably cover the the rules of the elimination chamber. So effectively, it's a a, a steel chamber, amazing that surrounds the ring. Um, there's twenty two thousand miles of steel. <laughs> Well, they do talk about the dimensions of this far more than anything I've ever heard. Um, 18 there's... chickens worth <laughs> of steel panelling. So yeah, the ch there's chains that go around the ring um, and four glass pods. Um, the, the glass will become less and less dangerous um, seeming as, it, as we get through the matches. Uh, but effectively, it's a steel structure to keep everyone inside. At random... Um, Entrants are drawn at random, and every five minutes, a new person enters the ring. It's elimination by pin or submission. Um, as I say, combining many of the things that we, we love. For some reason, though, as with Helena Cell, pin, pins and submissions have to be inside the ring. Why do they do this? Why put a limit on it? Yeah, especially when you've got so much space to do stuff outside the ring, with all the, obviously, all the, the surface now being level, or very outside with the metal. And the fact they spend so long out there, there's no reason you should go pins count anywhere. No, exactly. Um, so you mentioned the structure. I did make a few notes. Um, so it costs $250,000 to build. It's 16 tons, 16 feet high, has a 36-foot diameter. It takes a 50-foot truck, truck to transport it from the arena and uh, to and from the arena. And it takes eight hours to construct. That is quite a... <laughs> An eight, imagine eight hours um, of work putting up an elimination chamber. Like, how much do you think they get done in hour one, for instance? I don't know. Well, they're having to find all the bolts. It's like getting it to IKEA. <laughs> so you how, have many, to, like, how many different Allen keys do you think it takes yeah. to put so together? Think, it's like hour one to five is laying out all the parts. So you check and make sure you got everything. After that, it goes oh, together fairly swiftly. We forgot the latch for the door. <laughs> That's fair. No, I've tried to put I've tried to put IKEA units together hungover, and there's one there's one in my living room that's got a hammer hole in it. <laughs> <laughs> Just rustic. It's fine. Um, there has been two designs as well for the um, elimination chamber. So it started off with a circular structure, but in recent years we've moved to square. I'm not really sure they've ever given a reason for it. Um, but along with the the now square structure, what used to be metal grating between the ring and um, the side of the the chamber has been replaced by padding, which is not something that I, I'm particularly excited around. Um, so we put it to our uh, Twitter followers, um, which do you prefer, the original circular structure or the square? Chris, any any immediate thoughts on which way you think this one's uh, going to go? <laughs> I, I think they're going to go for the circular and they're going to go old school, and that's where we're going with the uh, all the metal around the side. Yeah, so it's 75% uh, went for the round structure compared with obviously 25% to the square. I, I have to say, in terms of, I don't particularly mind the square structure, um, the, the look of it, but toning it down with replacing the mesh on the outside and things like that, uh, the main reason I have an issue with the, the new design rather than just the shape of it. I suppose it's like anything because they've moved towards... I say they moved towards the need to look after the wrestlers. Well, that shouldn't be the number one priority at any any time. But now they, I think they've clearly looked and gone. You know what? This is doing a lot of damage when people are landing on this. Yeah. Probably put some padding down. 
Oh, we forgot the Crashman. <laughs> that's is basically how it started off. And then they thought, actually, that works quite well with the noise it made. So we'll just keep it there. Um, and as is tradition, Chris, I'll give you a bit of a quiz uh, to, to start the series. So how many Elimination Chamber matches do you think there have been? I gave you a bit of a clue earlier to say that it was 2002 that it's, it was introduced. Right, OK. So I said, I've been running. I'm going to say 13. 28. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that does, that is influenced um, in recent, uh, quite heavily by recent years where there's multiple on the same night at, at the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I should, I should be fair. I, I, I made the mistake of going, oh, the Elimination Chamber, chamber pay-per-view and going one, one Elimination Chamber match per pay-per-view when I should have gone two. That's on me. I'm, yeah. And I'm also thinking that. that 2002 was 13 years ago. <laughs> Right, I'm still still in the 2002s now. I'm still in the new mail. This is... Um, how, to, the, to the minute, what do you think the, lo- um, the longest match was? Again, right, I gave you a bit okay. of a clue saying that there's four competitors come out at four at uh, five-minute intervals. Okay, so I know... Oh God, I was watching, oh, the problem was I was watching earlier with, I was watching earlier with the intros on one and going... My God, these intros are like... Bell, Bell to again. Bell, my intros. <laughs> Bell to Bell. Uh, 53 minutes. It's actually surprisingly lower. It's 40 minutes uh, from 2018. Uh, no, because... Running... Surely not. Surely the, surely the one with... The one, I've, the one we're covering on our first episode is longer than that. Not Bell to Bell, it's not. Is it not? Off no. we were. There you go. It just feels like that because you've got a Triple H entrance thrown into the mix. Um, who do you think has the most appearances? There's two tied with the most appearances. I think Kane is up there. You could say yes or no. I'm going to pick no, it. Anyway. No, no, that one. Jeez, right? Okay. Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton is one of them. Do you want to have a? Marley. I'll give you an, another go. So. So, someone like the Miz. Um, no, the Miz. It's not the Miz. It is Chris Jericho. They both have eight. <sighs> Kane has okay. five. Um, in so yeah, Jericho and Randy Orton tied on eight, and then you've got John Cena on seven. Um, the Miz has four. Well, okay, fair enough. I've got, I've got one. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm, Final question then. <laughs> Who do you think has the most victories in elimination chamber matches? Most victories. Uh... See, I'm trying to think with Triple H finish when Triple H's main career finished because he dominated early, early ones. Okay, I'm gonna go Triple H anyway. Fuck it. Yeah, Triple H won four from six of his appearances. Good effort. Tip, you got half marks, Chris. There you go. I love my degree. <laughs> Back to university. Um, so the, the final thing um, for us to discuss, so we, with every series we've covered so, much, uh, so far, we've had an element of bingo, so ticking off the, the most common elements. What are the ones you think we're going to experience a lot of in this series? Well, I've, uh, having having watched having watched the first, it match, cheated a little there. <laughs> yeah, I've had to say it's not. Uh, 
it didn't really. It's a little bit of a, I'd say, a little bit of a cop out when I've actually already watched it. So I imagine, I imagine there will be various stuff involving the cells themselves. I imagine a lot of high flying innovation. We will also see. Yeah, and the other thing that I was definitely thinking before, even before I watched it, um, was you, you're always going to get as you do with the Royal Rumble, where people come in, dominate for two minutes, hit loads of finishes, and then just go back to, to wrestling normally. Yeah, exactly. That's also a thing. Okay, but we, so, I say, I'm sure as we, as you say, as we go along, we will see, we will see uh, elimination chamber bingo more and more, more and more. Exactly. Um, so that's it for our preview. First up, we have our very first uh, elimination chamber match of all time from Survivor Series 2002. Until then, thank you very much for listening. Thanks as always, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'll speak to you next time.